In today's episode, we get to let you get to know Krista Taylor, not in relation to Jess Taylor, our organization CEO. Krista Taylor is our board president for Love the Green Life. She is a fantastically fun foodie. You've probably seen her tutorials and her little cooking videos if you've been a part of our virtual summits. She is a cat lover. She lives with her husband, Zach, and they have a really fun family and lifestyle that supports their alternative diets. And I can't wait for everyone to get to know and love her and find out about her special talents because she has quite a few. Hi, I'm Jess Taylor. And I'm Natalie Ringeis. And we love the green life. Welcome to our podcast. We are both teachers, mamas, nature lovers, and passionate about changing the world we live in and helping to save the planet by inspiring others. Join us as we discuss practical ways to live a more sustainable, healthy, and green life for you, your family, and even your fur babies. Love the Green Life is a 501c3 nonprofit organization that promotes cruelty-free, chemical-free, and compassionate living. You can learn more about us and what we do at lovethegreenlife.org and on Facebook and Instagram at lovethegreenlife.org. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. We are here today with Krista Taylor. Krista is our Love the Green Life president of our board, and we're really excited to have her here today to get to know her better and why she loves living the green life. Hello, Krista. Hi, everybody. So excited to be here today. And hi, Natalie here. I didn't even meet Krista until our first board meeting was my first time meeting her. So I'm really excited for everyone to get to know her and get to know her contribution to our board as the president and why she's here. It's really awesome. Krista, I've known you for well over 10 years now. Isn't that crazy? (laughs) (laughs) It's hard to believe it's been that long already. (laughs) I know. So if people are just tuning in, I know I've talked about this before, but I know Krista from teaching dance because we taught together for many, many years. And in that time together, we would always just talk about our shared love of cats (laughs) (laughs) and all animals, but also food because we both eat a lot of vegan foods and Krista makes the best pumpkin cookies. I will say that (laughs) and just sharing recipes and such, but also talking about our love of the environment and recycling and composting and all that stuff. And so when I was choosing people to be on my board, Krista just was a person that popped right into my head as somebody who would fit right in. So when I came to you and asked you to be on my board, what made you excited about it? What made you say yes? So when you came to me and told me your entire idea and going forward, I just internally felt so excited about it just because, as you said, it's a point of topic of all of our conversations. I love contributing anything wise for our earth. It even makes me excited when I see places have recycling sorting, anything (laughs) like that, and all the green products coming out. Also, our love of animals. So of course, being green contributes to all of that. Anything I could do just to share healthy living and our our whole journey just sparked excitement in me. So I couldn't resist. (laughs) And I remember you were all excited. I know Natalie talked last week about 
my letter I sent out to everybody asking to be on board. But I do remember Krista, you saying you took it to work and you were like, look, look what I'm going to be a part of now <laughs> to all your coworkers. Yeah. A lot of my coworkers, when we had our first summit, were all asking me about it. They were very pumped about it. A lot of them tuned in. So it's a big point of conversation <laughs> when I'm at work, whenever we're sharing stuff on our website or do, like I said, doing our summit. That's I so love- nice to have all that support too. Yeah. Uh, not all of them, you know, are vegans or have done, you know, composting, recycling, looking at green products. But ever since I started, anytime anybody has questions about any of that, they now come to me knowing that I'm part of love the green life and a lot of the stuff that I do. So, you know, direct them to episodes of the podcast or any of our posts on our website for, you know, more information or directing them where to go. So really exciting. All right. I have a question. If you had to pick your top three, love the green life traits, and these can be superlatives or (laughs) a goal. What are you, what would be your top three, love the green life traits? So I think uh, my top love the green life traits are composting. I am like the compost controller in my house. So anytime it looks like something might be going into the garbage or going into the compost that's not supposed to, like, no, don't put that. (laughs) Don't put that in there. It doesn't go in there. Or make sure you're putting all that stuff in there. We want to make sure we're composting. Same thing with the recycling. I am the recycling controller. So I like um, that. I love that my city offers a program that they actually promote people to recycle. So you get a discount on your garbage. Oh, cool. Yeah. I like that one. If you agree to take a recycling bin. So I love that about my city. That's really awesome. Our county offers recycling for free. So we get a huge cart and... I think that has helped a lot of people in this county to recycle because you don't have to pay for it. The only downside is they only come every other week and probably most people are okay with that, but ours is always like overflowing because we recycle everything that we can recycle. So ours is always overflowing. And I can't even tell you the amount of cans of cat food I go through in a day between my outdoor crew and my indoor cans. So there's a ton of cans in there, but Mm -hmm. um, I love that initiative. And I hope that that's something that Mm -hmm. continues to grow And as an organization, that's something we can support. I mean, especially having a board of members that live all across at this point, all across Northeast Ohio, Mm -hmm. as far South as Columbus at this point. Um, that's something that as an organization we can support, you know, as a nonprofit, we can be a face for (laughs) community members that are really looking to do this. So, yeah, I would love when we have a building to be like a zero waste. Mm -hmm. Like, I would love that. I'd love to teach that to people. And so mm-hmm. that's a, a huge goal and mission for us. Oh, totally. We're talking about recycling and composting to Absolutely. really work towards zero waste as we have a building and a place for people to mm-hmm. experience that. Oh, we can totally pull in. A, we could be a demonstration model mm-hmm. for a sustainable business. That's cool. Yeah. That would yeah. be fun. All right. So your top three things you have composting and recycling. You're like the super controller. Yeah. Third. Uh, My third one is eating a pescatarian diet. I don't eat a lot of 
fish per se or seafood. It's very limited. I pretty much eat a vegetarian or vegan diet, but just sharing that with other people. So pretty much in our household, that's how we eat and live. And I even switched my parents over uh, after having long conversations with them and, you know, watching some documentaries after that. They text messaged me and they said, we're done. No more meat. We're not going to eat anymore. So they're pescatarian, but they love not having to eat meat anymore. Or you hear about a lot of health and safety issues with meat at the grocery stores and or the rise of prices recently with everything going on. And it's I hear it all the time. We're so happy that we don't have to deal with that anymore. We're so happy. My dad was on a ton of medication. And after he started his new diet, he was taken off so many of them. He probably only has about two medications now. And my mom's going to be 70 and my dad's in his mid sixties. That's incredible. What a fun journey for you and your family. Yeah. It makes getting together for the holidays amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we always have new recipes to bring and contribute to the table. We're always trying something new out. And my brother shows up. Of course, he still eats meat, but he has no trouble coming to our vegetarian mm-hmm. yeah. Thanksgiving, vegetarian Christmas enjoying everything that we have because he thinks it's delicious as well. So that's the same with my brother too. He's a really good cook and he still eats a normal diet, but he loves everything I make for Christmas and Thanksgiving and you know, all the other holidays. That's the coolest part is when you can have family, even my very best friend, her and her family, we've been friends for 31 years. So she's like a sister to me. None of them are even remotely close to vegan vegetarian, but they cook full vegan meals for us. Every time we go over there, like even for their birthdays, she's like, I baked this vegan cake for my birthday for you, (laughs) but they love it. So I think that's one thing that I know I love to like set out to do is kind of break that stereotype that vegan, vegetarian, even gluten-free foods are gross because they're not, you just have to be willing to try stuff. And once you try it, like that's my favorite part is when somebody tries it that does not eat vegan normally. And they're like, Mm -hmm. oh my gosh, this is so amazing. That's my favorite. Like actually even my friend's parents, I was just talking about, they had a cookout for us over the summer and they got the field roast hot dogs. Her mom was like, I actually don't think I'll ever buy regular hot dogs again because these were so much better. And, Mm -hmm. and I hated hot dogs growing up hated them. (laughs) Like I also was a mess with like normal kid food. I was the kid that no one's parents wanted to come to their birthday party because I didn't like pizza. I didn't like chicken nuggets. I didn't like hot dogs, like all the things that you're like, you can get kids to eat this, but I hated hot dogs and I love those field roast dogs. And so it's funny how like, I actually Mm -hmm. enjoy them now. So I think what's really cool about the board members Because I subscribe to a more low sugar organic diet. However, my children are very much exposed to vegan and vegetarian and even pescatarian. My family, there's holidays on Christmas Eve, we have no meat. And that's been like that my whole life. So my kids are used to basically going pescatarian as well as growing up, you know, being Catholic, the whole Lent thing. You don't eat meat on certain days. Um, and then there's meals. Um, I turned my husband on to vegetarian meals and there's many of them, especially a lot of the like 
taco dishes and a lot of like the Mexican, I made tostadas the other day with just like beans and taco flavored like lentils and stuff. And he was like, this is so awesome. So he likes all of that stuff too. So my kids are open to alternative diets. Like my goal as a parent is to support them in whatever choice they decide to make and that they have informed choices on, okay, listen, just because mommy eats me, I don't want them to feel pressure about a choice that they want to make as they grow older and they are making their own dietary decisions. Because I think a lot of us probably grew up in an age. I know Jess, we've talked about it many times that you weren't very supported in your early decision-making process. Mm -hmm. And that caused a lot of, you know, stress and things. And especially you, Krista, for you choosing your diet and then later talking and talking and talking and talking to your parents, I'm sure as awesome as that sounds, it sounds amazing. I'm sure there was points that were stressful. So I know us as a board, one of our underlying goals is to be a supportive community for people that maybe don't have that support. So if you don't have a Thanksgiving holiday to go to that is dairy-free, you know, check out our pictures, you know, come see what we have going on. That might give you some inspiration or an option of a dish to bring so that you can still feel that community within your own circle. So I'm really glad that you shared that. Thanks. Yeah, I totally understand where Jess is coming from. Yeah. When I first started, my parents, of course, the normal questions, how are you going to get enough protein? Are you eating enough? What are you eating? I'm sure it's a lot of the typical questions when people stop eating meat. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. I had to share a lot of information. If you're going through that, taking the right steps to inform people of all the healthy options there are. Uh, There's a lot of meat alternatives now, of course, but there's so many great substitutions and ways to get protein that people don't even realize that you can get protein from eating a plant-based diet. So Mm -hmm. yeah. And without using those like meat alternatives too. I was going to say a lot of my recipes don't even use the meat alternatives Mm -hmm. because they weren't particularly available back when I was learning the recipe. You know, a lot of that stuff is really manufactured. And I guess being that I'm kind of organic first eliminates sometimes a lot of those things. And and, I mean, we still eat them sometimes, but it's Mm -hmm. like a fast food moment. Yeah. And I think (laughs) what's really good about them is it helps people transition over. Yeah. So like personally, I'm not a huge fan of the vegan burgers that taste a lot like meat. I prefer like a black bean burger, but that's because I never liked meat growing up. So I don't Mm -hmm. really want something that just tastes just like it. Absolutely. They're a little too real for me, but my husband loves them. You know, my husband loves those spicy black bean frozen patties. Yeah, Yeah. I know me too. I like those, the black bean. He likes, he likes, he constantly likes those. I personally- No, there's a farmer's market where they make like mushroom based veggie burger patties. Mm -hmm. They have a teriyaki one. (laughs) (laughs) I love that one. But I think this is also a good moment to mention that Jess has exclusively created a full course on helping you become or add more plant-based things to your diet. So if you are somebody like me who still consumes meat, but wants to add more veggies and more plant-based in your diet, just to be as diverse as possible and to do what I can, you know, I know my, where I'm at currently and, and things like that. But even if you're someone like Krista who wants to 
just have an alternative diet and you're just looking to add a more plant-based lifestyle to your everyday life, we have a full course. It's called Plant Power. It's incredible. A lot of the work that Krista's done, that I've done, all the work that Jess has done is bonus kind of in there, is kind of tied in here and there. And I think that's a really good place for people to go. If you're listening to this and going, I have no one, you know, (laughs) or I wish I would have a Thanksgiving that supported me. Because I know that that can be kind of off-putting to hear us talk about that because we have the luxury of finding a community and building that. If you are looking for a place to start and if you're on your own, that's a place to go. Hit up Plant Power at our website. Okay. If you had to create a Love the Green Life vision board, what is something that you would want to include on there? And it can be a personal goal or a goal for the whole organization or a mascot. Like what would you put on our (laughs) imaginary vision board? I think I would put a mascot. I watch so many amazing YouTube, Instagram, TikTok influencers who are now sharing plant-based meals, vegan meals, vegetarian meals. And it inspires me to want to get creative and cook. I've always loved cooking. And I know I've shared this on Love the Green Life in my bio, I've done some cooking tutorials or trying food. It's just a huge passion. Food has always been a passion of mine, which is hilarious because my best friend and I always say that we're foodies. (laughs) We were just talking about it yesterday. And I grew up in Italian household as well. And the most important thing was, did you make it from scratch? Is your food made from scratch? I know my grandma always asked, but my best memories are standing with either of my grandmothers at the counter and cooking something homemade, Uh, taking those recipes I love and turning them vegetarian, vegan now has been really exciting. So seeing all these influencers online now, Justine Snacks, Tabitha Brown, Conscious Chris, there's so many that I love following that get inspired about cooking. Oh yeah. There's one I've been watching. She's up in Cleveland. She's like a forager. Her name's Alexis Nicole. Like here, she made dandelion pudding. I've seen her. Oh my God. Do you know she's in Cleveland? No, I didn't know that. She's in Ohio and she forages wherever she, I think she, I don't know if she's in Lakewood or something. Oh, that's awesome. She found a bunch of chicken of the woods and made a bunch of stuff. And then she does a lot with mushrooms, which I will forever just rely on experts for that piece of natural life. But I think that's why I'm so impressed with her is that she finds, oh, she made acorn cheese. I love that. There's stuff I've never even, oh, she made acorn bacon. I watched that one. That one, acorn bacon looked cool, but it's pretty labor intensive. Yeah, I don't got time for that. And (laughs) Solid effort solid effort. I think it took her like two hours to make it more making because I think you have to soak them and then you make like a paste and then you squirt it. Yeah. It seemed pretty intense. Oh, how cool. Like she's foraging mm-hmm. and cooking with stuff she found like in an urban area. Yeah. And that's what I found impressive. And she's very, she has a really good personality. Are you ready to take the next step in your green journey? Well, you are in luck because we have officially relaunched our plant power program and we are so ready to work with you whether you are somebody who wants to cut out harmful chemicals from your food and need help understanding ingredients and labels or you're just wanting help in reaching your goals breaking some habits and even if you are already on an alternative diet like being a vegan or 
gluten-free, dairy-free, any of those things, and you just need some help with meal planning and navigating some social aspects. This program is for everyone. It's a 13-week lifestyle program. It is not a weight loss program or a nutrition course. It's not designed to turn you into a vegan. It is a program designed to help you live a better, healthier, and greener life and eat cleaner with some more veggies in it. We do this in a way that makes sense for busy families and to fit into your daily life to help you succeed at it. We have added some great features to our program. We're so excited about this relaunch. You will get all 13 modules with weekly doable action steps, community support, bi-weekly Q&A office hours where you get to ask us any questions you have and you can get the help and support that you need on what you specifically have going on in your life. You will also get two one-on-one calls with us so we can support you with your specific goals. In Plant Power, you will be meal planning like a pro. You'll be setting goals and changing habits, shopping smarter, learning about healthy swaps, and getting some great recipes for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snacks too. We are so excited to say that Plant Power is now up and accepting new members. It truly is an honor to be able to go on this journey with you. To learn more about Plant Power, apply and sign up. Head to lovethegreenlife.org slash plantpower for all the details. And make sure if you are not already on our email list to head to lovethegreenlife.org and get on our email list. This way you will have up-to-date information as we roll out more. And you'll even get a plant-based journey guide just for signing up for our email list. We are so looking forward to working with you and helping you truly love the green life. All right. So I love that you're a foodie and that you love cooking, Krista. I think there's a lot of people that can relate to that. Yeah. And it gives wide span of looking at the meals that you already loved and finding a way just to alter them a little bit. I did the same thing. Just mentioned at the beginning, my pumpkin cookies. I've always made them for my dance students. And I became kind of known at the dance studio that I was spoiling whatever class when I sneak my pumpkin cookies in. But as some of the students became vegan, Jess was vegan, even switching my diet, I found a way to uh, change the recipe and make alternatives in it. So instead of adding eggs, I add mashed bananas or applesauce and changing out which chocolate chips and the butter. So it was very easy for me just to give them an option for my students. Would you say that that's your like top baking item, your pumpkin cookies? I think so. I get a lot of requests even now. What would be another one of your top, I guess, alternative dishes? I love making stuffed peppers. I do. Oh, nice. Those are good. Yeah. Yeah. I do a Mexican style of stuffed peppers. I've even met him for just before and second him over. You put everything you'd want to put as a taco topping, black beans, corn, pico de gallo. Do you um, put rice in yours? Yeah. Sometimes ah. I like to mix it up. Okay. Or you could do lentils. I've done lentils before and seasoned them. It's very versatile to whatever you want to put in it. And you can mix it up even if you have stuff at your house and you want to use it up. I put peppers that I have or a little bit of spinach. Oh, I've never tried spinach in my stuffed peppers. Ooh. Yeah, it comes out really good. Just when you're mixing it up with everything else. I do and- 
quinoa and like fire roasted tomatoes. And I always use the fire roasted tomatoes mm-hmm. too. Those are really good. Yeah. That's what I do. That's one of my family's most requested meals is the stuffed peppers. And then I make sweet potato enchiladas and those are my other oh yeah most requested oh. meals. What is your personal goals for Love the Green Life this year? Or what would you like to see in your tenure as a board president? I would love now that my schedule's adjusted, I really want to contribute more and be more hands-on with us growing so much and our community growing, which we're so excited about. So if you aren't following us on all our forms of social media, make sure you, you do that. I love talking to everyone in our comments and sharing things. I'm excited to go out and try more alternative options that places are having or restaurants are offering and share with everyone else. That's definitely one of some of my goals for upcoming year, but contributing more to our, to our growth because we're taking some big steps. I know. Totally. That's really now, <laughs> if you want to hit up Krista on her pumpkin cookie recipe, definitely. Like she said, find her, um, love the green life community. You can find our webpage. We're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, keep her accountable (laughs) (laughs) and being more involved. It's been a secret for a very long time. So (laughs) I think it's time to finally, finally share it with some people. So I like it. We're uncracking the recipe cave. Very, (laughs) very dramatic. I love it. Yeah. The one thing I was just going to say is that we really started this nonprofit during the pandemic. And so it has been hard to kind of have all of you guys be fully involved because a lot of the plans that we had were in person. Yeah. right. They were, well, they were, they were events. Yes, exactly. We, we, we totally expected our first year of involvement to be like standing behind a table (laughs) and like waving and like passing out, you know, probably vegan candy. Yeah. And information and And information. Like that's kind of how we all had envisioned our first, you know, our founding year is to be this like grassroots every, you know, couple weekends a month going to some event. Yeah. Yeah. And even totally swap. That's Xavier. Hi, Xavier. (laughs) Before I even process the stuff for the 501c3. It was like, right. As I kind of asked you guys about being a part of it, I had gotten my offer to do the very first thing ever as love the green life. And it was to do an earth day celebration at a local wellness center here, which was really big. It was through Cleveland clinic and it was going to be a huge opportunity. And I was really excited. We weren't even like a formed organization yet. And I was just excited. I was going to be able to just get that started. And that would have been April of 2020. So when I was told of this in February, nothing had happened yet. And I was signed up for it. I think I remember talking to you, Natalie, about it Mm -hmm. because you were going to do it with me. And that was before Mm -hmm. even an official nonprofit. Yeah. And then it got shut down and it was one of the first things that got shut down. And then, you know, things slowly started shutting down after that to everything being shut down. Yeah. And so, you know, just the start of us as an organization was a little bit more challenging because it 
you know, we weren't in person anymore. Like I had envisioned that summer being able to do farmers markets and and things like that. Well, we were planning on just going grassroots and just starting with community events that are already established right? with people that we would hope would have the same vision for the environment and for the planet and for animals and that possibly have alternative diets. That's, we were hoping to reach our community. And so when that was shut down, it was a huge, I mean, you have to think, so that happened in March and then the podcast started that we started talking about it in what, December, January. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like, okay, how are we, we going to reach January. our people? Yeah. How are we yep. going to do this? And I'm like, what do you think about a podcast? <laughs> definitely <laughs> I mean, the start We definitely it. turned it around pretty quick, I yeah. think. Yeah, but I am excited about as we grow to be able to have you guys more involved now. Oh, I'm that, so excited. That we can hopefully be able to start doing more things and being able to have you guys involved. That's the only reason I wanted to have you all on here to be able to talk is because Natalie and I talk about you guys often, but people don't know Yeah. You. You know, (laughs) so being able to have you on here and being able for people to really see like who we are as an organization and who makes that up and your guys's unique qualities, which are different than mine and my mission and goals for it. Mm -hmm. And, and Natalie's I'm excited for things to change and be able to have you guys fully involved. Thanks for listening to the show. We would love for you to follow us, leave a review, and share this podcast with your friends. Your support will help our nonprofit be able to do more good in the world. See you next time.